most interesting technology that we have built uh, which is which i feel is the fundamental need of any ai based translation engine uh, is the context right the need of the context right a translation otherwise will become a word to word or a you know, sentence to sentence kind of a translation so in our case we have built an engine called the context aware engine right so that's a that that has auto correction auto suggestion and semantic correction engine so think of this like grammarly right if you use the tool grammarly but this is grammarly built for 75 languages hi whatever you're listening to us i hope you're doing well welcome to the daily tech conversation where we bring you insights from tech entrepreneurs cxos and investors i'm hari arakli and in this episode Satvik K Jagannath co-founder and CEO of Vitra.ai talks about his company's context-based translation technology that's being used by some of India's biggest companies and startups from HDFC Bank to Swiggy Satvik and his school buddy co-founder Akash Nidhi PS have raised about $571,000 in seed funding from investors including 100x VC and Inflexor Ventures for their Bengaluru startup. They've built a 25-member team and are currently in talks for a Series A round of investment. Expanding into the US, where they already have a customer, and adding Emotion AI to their tech is on the agenda. So thanks again for making time for this and welcome to this podcast. Thank you so much, Harry. All right. Maybe you could briefly tell us about yourself. I mean, I know you're, you've been a technologist for more than 10 years and you worked in big companies, Cisco and so on. Uh, just for the general listener, I mean, give us a sort of brief background uh, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. Um, hello, hello, I'm Satvik. Uh, I'm the co-founder and CEO at Vitra.ai. Um, I started my passionate uh, technology and coding journey when I was 14 years old, actually. Right? That's when I first started programming. and uh, i mean that was in school right so uh, since then i've loved uh, building software building applications uh, on all kinds of uh, devices and operating systems right so uh, i'm yes i, I did my uh, bachelor's of engineering in computer science right um, from ms ramaya institute of technology and uh, after that i joined cisco uh, and worked with a couple of startups uh, like avi networks which got acquired by vmware right so my journey in in uh, the industry has been uh, mostly into the software side of uh, you know the networking companies right so sdns and other side of things so that's such where most of my contribution has been uh, and again in the cloud side of things right so it it was a very interesting uh, career right and eventually Right at that point in my career, uh, I actually was a data scientist. Right, worked as a data scientist for a couple of years. That when that's when um, I mean uh, all these classification and various other problems sounded very interesting. Uh, but uh, then I mean this this urge to build uh, my own startup was there from a long time. Right, me and my co-founder we have known each other for the last fifteen years. Right, we've been best friends, benchmates, classmates. right way back in pre university days actually right so we built a lot of apps and products in the past together we won sequoia hack right sequoia hack rhk a lot of hackathons so that's uh, 
I mean, both of us, we absolutely wanted to build something. Uh, and, you know, uh, that's when we took a plunge uh, to build our own startup. And um, yeah, that's that's the journey. So is uh, Vitra your first startup or did you guys attempt anything before that? Oh, yeah. So Vitra is the first registered company, but we've built a lot of apps and products in the past, right? Uh, like mobile apps and stuff, which had 14 million downloads, right? Way back in 2013, right? So we were the top 10 applications on the Windows Store, right? So that was the history. So we've built a lot of other apps. And just briefly, what was that app about with so many downloads? Yeah, so we built two applications. One was uh, a Facebook client, right? So a Windows mobile ecosystem, uh, Windows phone ecosystem didn't have a Facebook application by default, right? So we, we hacked into some C Sharp and .NET APIs and somehow, got, I mean, SDK and got into... Uh, building uh, a Facebook mobile application. And the other one was a Google Maps, similar, similar, uh, you know, figuring out the backend of the APIs and stuff and somehow getting into building a Maps application. Both of them put together had 14 million downloads. Very nice. And when did you sort of uh, officially start Vitra.ai? Um, officially, we started in 2020, but... Uh, I started, you know, uh, thinking about the idea and started working way back in 2018, December itself. So that's okay. when kind of, I kind of started with the idea. And both of us, we felt, oh, this was impressive, right? We need to start doing something about it. But yeah, the company register was registered in 2020. Mm. Walk us through how you all got this idea. What was originally the idea? And, you know, maybe you can give us a sense of what it is now. Absolutely, absolutely. See, the original idea was, um, what I was thinking is, I mean, when I was a data scientist, right, uh, all of these AI, machine learning, data science, uh, data mining, all of these courses, right, we, we used to learn from um, some of the Stanford courses, MIT courses, etc., right? Uh, so all of this content was just in English, right? So if you wanted to be a data scientist in the world, you have to know English first. Right. So that was how it was. Right? So basically, education was looking like you should know English to learn or get high quality education in the world. Right. So that's when I was thinking, I mean, what if if, if this was available in Canada or Hindi? Right. If that exact how to become a data scientist course was available in local languages. Right. Uh, and then I started thinking and, you know, we started building some small uh, scripts. Right. We started building a lot of hacky scripts. To figure out if that's even possible right and then we started building first we started with subtitles right like Canada and hindi subtitles and that was decent because it was all mathematics and stuff uh, subtitles didn't give the right uh you know the, the feel or the effect of learning right and then then we started with end-to-end -end video dubbing and uh, we achieved it right almost in uh end of 2019 or uh, uh, Almost 2020 is when we achieved it and we felt this was huge, right? I mean, Google was doing text translation. We are doing video dubbing with AI, right? It's a huge difference, right? Video translation. And the whole content itself is video first, not just today, even like three, four years back, right? So that's when we, we, we said, yes, I mean, we have to get serious. It's not a side project anymore. It, it should go into mainstream, right? And that's where we started. And uh, then obviously we realized that the market is much bigger in enterprises. Uh, our customer segments are BFSI, FMCG, e-commerce, a lot of those, right, today. So 
marketing use cases etc i mean we we ex expanded uh, from a, a go to market strategy too and from the perspective of product we started with video but today we do video images podcast and text translation so we are like a full stack translation engine right any content can be translated so eventually our goal is to even build translation for the vr and ar ecosystems in the metaverse space right so if so what you can think of vitra as a rich content media format translation company right not just text that's that's it and, and the name is like a shortened version of video translation is it absolutely yeah, you won't believe the I mean, the story is we had to pitch uh, to one of the investor in in like 2 hours right we just got a call and said you have to pitch in 2 hours you know tell me what is your company name right and both of us founders we just sat you know we were just thinking what do we even name this company right so we just took video and translation vitra and it was an ai company so we just said vitra.ai and in 2 hours i built a landing page had a nice landing page and just said yeah this is what we're building and showed some demos and yeah that that was the story of that and i guess you guys got lucky in the sense that all the domain name etc was available i'm thinking <laughs> okay explain a little bit more uh, i mean the tech uh, how it actually works today what is the way that people can access your technology how do they sort of plug it into their needs how does it work so basically uh, most of our customers uh, use vitra.ai right on the enterprise side of things and we have a b2c product uh, focused on influencers content creators called translate.video that's the domain translate.video right so uh, these are the two two product lines one focused on enterprises the other one is um, general public right so public use case so um people can just sign up it's a simple drag and drop application where you can drag and drop a video and choose your languages what that what i mean is you have to translate from english to hindi and with just one click like we say you can actually translate a video right the whole video goes through an end to end dubbing it also generates automated subtitles right voice overs are generated you can choose from 20 different voices that we have which include male female and interestingly baby voices too right that's what we support right so uh, all of them are are available for you to choose from and uh, you would see a completely dubbed uh, video which which you can just export as an mp4 and publish it wherever you want it's that simple right so all of the complexity is pushed to the back end where you know we do all the heavy lifting for you so all you have to do is just that one click i'm i'm thinking do you guys now already have like bollywood customers who are <laughs> taking their films and putting it in different languages or no so basically we have not entered into the movie industry yet because there's a technology that we're working in which is called as the uh, emotion engine right so so the crying that drama that laughter right those kind of emotions is still something that that has to get into the system right so that's something that we're working on today right so we have voice effects voice modulation all of that is something that we have the the voice emotion uh, once we build that i think uh, we're just a couple of months away once we build that i think uh, i think that that's the next big target targeting the media industry mm. so on the enterprise front uh, give us a couple of examples of maybe a bank or a retail company or, uh, what are some of the most important ways in which they're using it today absolutely 
So uh, talking about uh, one of the largest customers, which is HDFC Bank, right? I think it's the largest uh, bank of India, right? So uh, HDFC Bank uses our technology and our services to translate a lot of their social media videos, right? That they put out on YouTube, Instagram, etc. And a lot of images, right? Most of their images are translated by Vitra, right? Everything that you see on their net banking or even a flyover, right? Which, which reads festive treats or a new credit card launch, personal loan, all of these use cases, uh, they generate a lot of marketing material that is translated using Vitra today, right? So images is like a complete graphic uh, translation. I mean, graphics get re-rendered automatically in the same font, same style, everything, and all the quality retained as it is, right? So that is something that we do for HDFC. And uh, talking about let's say um, an e-commerce uh, or let's say an FMCG, right? Uh, ITC is our uh, biggest customer, right? ITC again, one of the largest uh, FMCGs of India. So today I'll just discuss one of the use case, very interesting one. Uh, ITC has this product called Ashirwad Data, right? So uh, they make recipe videos and put it on social media, right? Like you, how, do you, how do you prepare an alu paratha or something else, right? They just shoot and create that video in English, right? And we just translate it to eight languages with one click, right? That's that's the process. So all of the other languages, I think it's Hindi, Marathi, Gujarati, Kannada, Tamil, Telugu, etc. Right? That's completely done. The same recipe alu parata is now done in auto dubbed in multiple languages. So it's short ones dubbed seamlessly in other languages. Yeah. Mm. Give us an overall sense of uh, today, I mean, how many customers do you have? Uh, maybe how many terabytes of you know data is being sort of the throughput on your platform? Any other way you want to give us a sense of your size and scope today? Absolutely. So <clears throat> on a focused uh, customer side, uh, we have close to 50 plus enterprises that we work with, right? Big enterprises. On the platform, we have more than 3,000, right? Vitra has more than 3,000 su uh, subscribers. And uh, Transit Video, which we just launched in December, right? It's been one and a half months since the launch. We have close to 1,500 plus uh, people who are using us. Yes, on the storage front, that's that's the big big thing that we, we are looking at. How do we optimize on that front? But yes, a lot of data is is gone in the storage, right? So storage is one of the biggest things. And also the compute, right? So all of the deep learning models and the stitching, video stitching. This is on a, on a daily on a daily basis. Like how many terabytes or whatever of data is being processed? I I don't think on a daily basis it's terabytes, but uh, at least on a monthly basis it's a few terabytes. Okay, okay. So I mean, with fifty focused enterprise customers, are you guys already making like significant amounts of revenue as well? Yes, yes, we are making significant amount of revenue, and we had raised our seed funding with hundred uh, X and Inflexar, right? Mm. Right now, we are planning to raise our uh, pre-Series A or Series A around right now. Well, I guess it's early days to talk about whether you guys are profitable or not. Yeah, the, our net burn is very minimal, right? Oh. So actually speaking, our net burn is around 10, 10 lakhs to 15 lakhs per month, right? So okay. we've kept it as minimal as possible. So it's roughly 10 in, in the most of the months, right? Um, so I think with just a couple of customers, we should be profitable, right? So. There's no, the infrastructure can handle, I think, a few 50 more customers 
uh, without any mm-hmm. so i think uh, being that profitable is just a couple of months away what's the main sort of source of this burn uh, okay salaries is actually one of the biggest uh, factors okay. and obviously the the cloud infra and other infrastructural stuff how many people in your company today we have 25 people today and are you all based in bangalore or where yeah. are you based yeah we have set up our office in bangalore uh, at sanjay nagar mm. and and uh, on on the funding front what is how much is the total funding so far so we have raised uh, 4.25 crores with uh, i mean in the total amount of funding that we have raised so mm. and you said you're currently in talks to raise the series a how would that money uh, help you so with the, the new round of funding that we plan to raise uh, our goal is to strengthen the technology even more build a, a more robust technology on that front and we're trying to build a suite of products and, and scale that up to but vast majority of this money would be used for our gtm right especially for us and european region that is where we're planning to expand right so we've started our us expansion already by where target is our customer today right and of resolve and couple of other companies there so but uh, still very early days we just started uh, four five months back so uh, we want to expand aggressively in the us and european region and uh, the, the interesting part is all of this what we've achieved so far we've spent zero dollars in marketing right mm. that's something that we want to absolutely change right we, we want to invest in marketing because today we're in a stage where we can absolutely scale right so we just want more customers right we we want that uh, scale that's that's what we're looking at so yes so marketing and branding and we want to position ourselves as a full stack translation leader in the ai space right that's the goal for the next 2 years and in terms of your business model are you guys like a pure saas company and companies pay your subscription and and that would be like is it possible in your case as a per user kind of thing or what's the model here it's actually directly dependent on the volume of content processed so we don't do the per user model here it's like how, how many minutes of mm. video would you take mm. right so we have use labs uh, for which a subscription will be based mm. and and is there like a freemium structure right now or for translator video yes it's free to use um and you can try out every month uh, for lifetime free right for a few minutes right and you can experiment and use the product and then upgrade if you feel uh, you like it mm, that, that's on the b2c side and on, yeah. on the enterprise side what's at, what's at the minimum level a customer can sort of get a paid subscription so uh, on that front the bare minimum is at least uh, 30 minutes of video per month right half an hour right so that's usually uh, most customers they do have that kind of volume So that's the bare minimum that they have to enter. Hmm. In terms of uh, your uh, roadmap, both on the tech front and, of course, on the business front, you just said that you want to expand to the US. Sure. Uh, give us a sense of uh, what are some of the top priorities for the next twelve months. So yeah, on the product front, basically, uh, we are slightly expanding the portfolio. Right. Uh, we are trying to carve out one of the product suite. product lines just for the podcasters because today lot of emphasis is on video right there's going to be one of one of that being carved out for podcast uh, podcast segment and uh, uh, we do have a few generative concepts that we're trying to bring in into this platform itself right so that's the product front 
on the gtm front yes uh, expansion to us is absolutely the highest priority right in the next 12 months uh, in the similar customer segments right like bfsi uh, fmcg commerce uh, is where, what we want to expand uh, to the us markets too right so we have tested uh, our waters there with a few customers and uh, the use cases are similar and we're able to uh, we're able to you know sell our value proposition uh, to customers in a similar segments there Mm. I I just want to circle back to the tech aspects of what you built. Can you give us uh, sort of a lay person's understanding of what is really uh, at the heart of what your intellectual property is? I mean, these days, I and mean, you're a software expert. You know that a lot of software today is basically putting together existing stuff. So, give us a sense of what what you have built and what is proprietary to your tech. Absolutely. so the most interesting technology that we have built uh, which is which i feel is the fundamental need of any ai based translation engine uh, is the context right the need of the context right a translation otherwise will become a word to word or a you know sentence to sentence kind of a translation so in our case we have built an engine called the context aware engine right so that's a that that has auto correction auto suggestion and semantic correction engine so think of this like grammarly right if you've used the tool grammarly but this is grammarly built for 75 languages mm. right? and that is being processed on top of a video right so that's exactly what it it actually means in, in simple terms so the context aware engine is our biggest uh, mode and here you can as a as a user right you can feed in context right you can feed in custom context you know what this word actually means you just have to feed that information once and the model trains itself and the next 100 or 1000 times you use it understands the context of it right so that that's that's one of the biggest things and the second uh, very interesting thing that we have worked on is the voice effects and voice modulation right and eventually the uh, the thing that is coming up with voice cloning plus uh, also the voice emotion right so the whole voice stack that we're building is actually a very interesting stack so i think these two are the biggest uh, value propositions that and how did you train your uh, ai engine i mean the the voice samples you scrape it off the internet is it uh no, not really so basically the underlying model yes uh, it it has it's not actually scraped it is actually licensed uh, voices mm-hmm. uh, the other aspect is uh, all of these voices that we generate are actually uh, completely ai synthesized voices so basically it's not of any other human being right, right? so it it completely generates from i mean we use bell spectrogram and other technologies under the hood right so that that technology helps us to build uh, or generate voices uh, which are completely synthetic right it's synthetic and so you all must have been looking at uh, gpt3 and chat gpt very closely so i mean any thoughts on how you want to integrate that into your tech yeah i mean absolutely we we are figuring i mean first of all openai is doing incredible stuff right so the kind of uh, Um, you know models that they're building is is insane insanely awesome right so yes i mean in our company we are exploring uh, ways to you know uh, add that layer to our context aware engine right as the fourth or the fifth model there right so we're figuring out how do we actually incorporate this 
either simplifying the words or you know several other things that we're thinking internally but yes uh, there is no direct direct use case for us but uh, i mean we want to plug uh, openai in one way or the other right that that's something that we're interested in yeah we're looking at different ways to do that yes. and and what did you mean by fourth or the fifth fifth model so basically the context aware engine has four models internally so this is actually going to be the fifth one in that pipeline where we'll figure out how do we use that to to let's say simplify the translation or uh, you know things like that that's that's where we want to have this the final final unit so what are those first three or four models about yeah uh, like i said it's the auto suggestion auto correction and semantic correction engine the context mapping anything that you want to highlight that i didn't ask you I mean, in the small context of this conversation uh, anything specific that you want to highlight i mean absolutely i mean uh, the, the whole uh, ai industry looks very exciting and very scary at the same time because mm. companies like open ai and nvidia are disrupting this space uh, like crazy right beyond beyond people's imagination right so uh, we feel we have to always be ahead of the game one way or the other and uh, every day we're working hard to uh, build incredible solution and uh, try to try to be in the game right so yeah okay sounds good very nice uh, first update for me uh, satvik thank you again for making time for this and definitely hope to keep the conversation going yes absolutely thank you so much hari thank you that's it for this conversation i hope you found it interesting You can find all our podcasts at forbesindia.com and on your favorite podcast app. I'm Hari Arkli. Thank you for listening.